If you're like most business owners, you've made tons of goals and decisions in your life and you've never fulfilled them or you've missed them. And it might be because your decision-making process, the place that you're making those decisions from, is just not a good starting point. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. This is your host, Lorraine Ball, and today I'm really excited to have Deborah Sunderland back. Deborah is, well, she has this genius for creating a clear vision for CEOs and their teams and making that vision a reality. With decades of experience, Deborah challenges leaders by inviting them to create a collaborative, vibrant, responsible, and joy-filled culture, which fosters highly desirable results. And today, Deborah's going to talk to us about goals. Deborah, welcome back. So good to be here. Thanks, Lorraine. I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. We always lay out and try to set new goals and new strategies. You know, I'm like a lot of business owners. Sometimes I make them, sometimes I don't. But you have a process to really look at kind of the starting point. And that's what I'd love to talk about today. Mm-hmm. What is it that we do when we're making goals that almost guarantees they won't work? Yeah, so that, that is a loaded question. And that, <laughs> that's, my, that's my work. That's my coaching around setting goals that are purpose-filled. Uh, versus just repeating uh, and 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 repeating from the same place. And what I mean by that is, since you all, well, if you've listened to the podcast before, or if you don't know me, I work on consciousness, conscious here now, present leadership, decision making from the current space we're in now. Typically, we make them when we're building goals from the future and we get scared because the brain, the amygdala is driving and wants to know. If we're unaware, that is always where we're making our decisions from is from that tiny, small part of our brain that's scanning for what could go wrong, what might be wrong and what is wrong. Now, if we look to the future, what do most of us think? Oh, well, I don't know. And then we get anxious. We talked about this last time we're together. So we're actually setting goals many times without being aware of of a limiting goal, an unconscious limiting goal from the very start. And that start, when we are fearful or anxious, is called, in my world, scarcity. Because when we don't know, we become protective. And then when we don't know and we protect, we we set a boundary, set unlimited, we set limited um, expansion around what we might create, what would be a stretch for us, even though we don't know, it, we are expansive when we met our make our goals. We are limiting right away from the start. So, if you're tapping into the part of your brain that a little bit of that primal brain, that part of who you are is designed to protect you. It's designed to protect you from danger, and running out of and they're not being enough of and pushing yourself too far creates what you're unconscious. What I'm hearing you say you're unconscious is afraid of. There's risk there. And so it pulls back. Exactly right. It pulls back. It's actually, uh, we call it in some worlds, uh, my world, upper limiting. We set a thermostat. We have an unconscious thermostat for our brain. You know how we go in and mm-hmm. we like to, maybe I like to set my 
my thermostat at 75, most people were like, what? Because I like it warm and cozy, right? And if it's at 72, it doesn't feel good to me. Like, you know, or if it's too warm or we set a goal that we unconsciously are comfortable with. And once, even if it's for us and it's an expansive, joyful, fun, even more money goal, our brain doesn't like it because it doesn't know. It hasn't gone to that meter yet. And so it's going to pull us back. It's going to pull us back. So we want to notice where we're limiting, upper limiting from our brain. And the other thing that is really important for us head types and I am a heart person, but I base myself out of my head, is to listen to my heart. We have not been taught to use emotional intelligence growing up at school, most of us, right? Emotional intelligence, unless you've studied out of Harvard with Dan Goleman, like I have, or have made intentions to study emotional intelligence, you aren't making your decisions from there. You're Mm -hmm. only using them from your head. And we have three wisdom centers, head, heart, and body, gut, right? Intuition. But we've only been taught to use the one. So when we are making decisions, we want to use all three learning centers to get all of our wisdom, right? And so that's another thing I coach on is what does your heart say? Your mind is never going to agree with it. I'm going to tell you that right now. Most of the time, your heart will be like, but I want to do this. And the head is going to be like, "Uh -uh, how's that really going to work? You really can't do that because you don't have X, Y, Z. It wants to figure out to keep safe. And so we know when we want to grow and stretch in a new goal, it's going to be uncomfortable and we must learn to be accepting of that discomfort inside of us. That's part of the change formula. We cannot change and get new goals unless we have discomfort. Okay. So if you are serious about dramatically growing your business or changing how your business operates completely, what I'm hearing you say is you have to somehow quiet that part of your brain, tell it to shut up and sit down because because you got this. Yeah. So you don't want to ignore the brain, but you want to listen to the heart first, which is crazy. We have not been told that. And the reason there's many, many, many reasons why we want to listen to the heart first, especially when we're setting our goals, because we want something, we all have desires. I believe this to be true. We all have desires in our hearts. We have a dream. We have things that are like, whoa, yes, this would be awesome. We all individually and collectively have that. And they're all different. Okay. So this is really important when we're building teams, when teams come into play and talking about engagement and talking about connection to one another is when we listen to that heart and listen to someone else's heart and how can we create all together from a heart space, people feel connected, people feel heard, and there is a deep connection that we don't get from the brain. And so that is part of goal setting because when we make goals together, we go further when we're with a team. And when we do them individually, they drive us. When we have a stake in the game, our heart, not just our head, our heart's got to be in it. Otherwise, we're going to be like, eh, I'm going to do it because I have to. And that's fear-driven. I have to, I should, or I better, or have to scarcity decision words. And we're used to saying them to ourselves. The heart doesn't say that. (laughs) The heart says, I want to do this. Yeah. It's interesting because when I have goals and there are things I have to work on, and I notice 
what do I work on first? What do I do? Which goals do I get excited about? And it's the things that I'm passionate about. It's the things that are coming from my heart. And the things that I know I need to do keep going down at the bottom of the list. And then, ah, well, maybe I'll do that next quarter. That is exactly right. Now, so I love that. And I've experienced, which is crazy to me, and I don't know if this has happened with you, but recently, since I'm really focused on setting purpose-filled goals, 90-day purposeful goals to support leaders in growing and learning together and building differently to get the re- the revenue they want. I've had leaders tell me, well, I just don't set goals anymore. Ah, yeah, they just don't set goals because they've, they've so many times not reached them. They're like, why bother? Why face the discomfort, the dissatisfaction, the disappointment? And that's no way to go about it either, right? We can avoid and be like, eh, why bother? Many times you do eh, avoid it and just have, you know, wet it because we don't have our, our skin in the game, meaning our heart in the game. That's crazy to me that they would just completely give up on the goals because there's there's a value there. There's there's. But I want to unpack something. You You said that you're talking to leaders now about, 90 day goals. And, you know, I always think about, oh, kind of, this is my one year goal. Tell me about why you focus on a 90 day goal. Yeah. So I feel like a 90 day goal is easy for people to get their heads around. Of course, we're going to have a year end goal, but we back it down into 90, 90, 90. And from the 90, then we go to two months, one month, weekly, and then daily. Like, what does my heart say about this? in order to get the 90 day chunk, like what will it take for me to get to that year end, but let's take it in three months chunks. And because this is a learning process, we're going to learn together when I coach people around setting these goals is we're going to still be operating from this limiting mind, the scarcity, it's going to be scary and we're going to pull back. So we can catch it sooner, not just to blame or shame or judge, but to catch oh, our pattern. Because we have unconscious patterns that pull us back, we can start to learn from, okay, did we get these results this week, this week, this week, this month, this instead of waiting until the end of the year and we can twist and tweak and grow and learn and hear ourselves more. It's all learning. There's never a right or a wrong, but can we learn sooner instead of taking the harder learnings at the end of the year. Can we learn, oh, my team is not connected right now. We're not getting our goals together. Let's do that the first month versus waiting till six months or a year. Um, and personally, you know, I'm, I'm thinking this is what I most want because we we're all still learning from ourselves. We don't know ourselves. We're just learning about who we are, which is awesome. Whoa, I thought I really wanted to do this, but I'm finding that I don't want to really follow through with that. What is that? Can I learn about that? What am I telling myself? How am I keeping myself from that goal? Um, it, it's just infinitely rich um, and, and, and just such a really cool tool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this, Deborah, as always, this has been fabulous. Thank you. I want to encourage everybody who's listening, you are running this goal setting program kind of on a quarterly basis, and we'll have a link in the show notes so people can learn more. Absolutely. And if we want to, it doesn't even have to be quarterly. We can start 90, 90, 90 months and 90 days anytime, right? It doesn't have to be in my program. I could do this in-house as well. So if you miss it and you can't join, reach out to me. Love to support you in your growth and setting your goals. 
and getting to your genius, your purpose-filled goals, and blowing out your revenue. Awesome. Thank you again. (laughs) You're so welcome. Thank you. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and you'd like to find other resources for your business, be sure to check out digitaltoolbox.club. Look for episodes of MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.